Okay. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So if you've been coming for Romans um, for a whole series, kind of an overview of Romans one through five, Paul starts us off with this kind of statement of like, we're in a pretty wretched place. We're all pretty miserable sinners, right? We all, regardless of our religious background or the things we do for God, we're all pretty separated from God. And he says that this isn't entirely our fault, but through the sin of Adam, this, this uppercase S sin, this uh, capital S sin was introduced to the world. And it's this cosmic force kind of set against us that seeks to destroy us. And so death into everything in this world. So separate us from God, separate us from our neighbor and separate us from ourselves. But God does not leave us in this miserable place and God's love, he enters into this story and takes sin upon himself on the cross and defeats sin so that we might be set free from the power of sin. In his death and resurrection, Christ breaks the power of sin and death. And those who have been found in Christ are now delivered from the power of sin and death, not just forgiveness, but as we saw last week, actually invited into a new humanity. That Jesus is actually the firstborn of this new humanity. Jesus is the new Adam, and we are now invited into that to become Christ on some level, to become the Jesus version or of ourselves that, that God is calling us into. So what Romans is getting at is that when Christ comes, there's actually this like whole new thing that starts. In the Old Testament speak, it's called the age to come. 
Jesus calls it the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, or as Romans will call it, the new creation or the new heavens and the new earth is what Revelation will call it. This whole new reality where there's no more crying or mourning or death or tears, where all that death and separation is removed. So we become one with God and we become one with our neighbor, with one another. There's perfect love and there's no longer any separation or death within ourselves. And what Paul is saying in Romans 6 is this, that when we came into Christ, we died with Christ. So we no longer belong to the old thing. The old age, we no longer belong there. We now live in the new age, the age to come, the kingdom of God. This is where we belong, that we are called into this new humanity. And it might seem like that's a really difficult task, right? How do we live into this whole new dynamic reality? How do we become like Jesus? But, but what, what does Paul say? He doesn't say it's actually a lot to do. What he says first and foremost is that our job is to realize where we stand. Kind of the summary verse for this passage, he says, count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. So if we are in Christ, our first job and learning to be like Christ is to realize who we are and where we stand. That we have already died with Christ. We have already been raised up with Christ. We already belong to the age to come. And then Paul's moral instructions are basically this, live as such, live that out. It's not that you actually have this like huge to-do list in front of you. Instead, he says, basically, realize who you are and live it out. Realize where God has already placed you and live it out. And Paul says that one of the ways we remember that identity, how one of the ways we stay in that identity is to remember our baptism. We, we sometimes miss this symbolism about baptism, right? That when we are baptized, especially if we were baptized in the immersion tradition, we go down into the waters. It's symbolic of death. And then we're raised up to new life. So death and life is the symbolism in baptism. And actually there's symbolism of it actually being like the womb. We reemerge from the womb, reborn. Uh, and so, yeah, that's what he says. You, you were baptized into Christ's death and you were raised up in Christ's death. And so, uh, you know, I've always liked when you go into uh, traditional churches, they have that little water in the front of the church in that sense that you can touch that and say, remember your baptism. Remember that you have already died with Christ and already been raised up with Christ. Remember your identity. So it's not necessarily the sense of feel all this guilt over the ways you aren't yet conformed and said, remember your identity and live as such. And that's kind of that key question that Paul starts this whole thing off with, right? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? In other words, if God has radically forgiven us, even in our sin, does it matter if we do good? Can we just keep on sinning and sinning and sinning if God's love is actually unconditional? And the simple answer to that question is yes. Like, yes, we can. We can keep sinning till the day we die. And God will keep forgiving us. But what Paul says is this, why would you? You died to the old thing, so leave it behind. And step into the new thing. Step into the life of God. Step into the freedom that is in Christ. Live in life and love, not in sin and death.
and I'll say this over and over again, it's not about morality per se, right? It's not about like trying to just be good and follow all the rules. In fact, that can kind of backfire on yourselves. Instead, it's about this new reality. It's about the kingdom of God and living into this kingdom of God and becoming this Jesus version of yourself, which to me is exciting because the rules can just kind of be a drag, you know? And yet, like when you start to think about like, what's this thing that I'm called into? That's can be a very joyful thing. So you think about something like your money, right? Should I conform my money to Jesus? Well, if it's just about the rules, if it's just about, yeah, I need to give away 10% and maybe I shouldn't buy that fancy thing, that's kind of a drag. But if you have this kingdom of imagination, this idea that we live in the new thing, then all of a sudden it becomes about how can I give my money away? How can I be freed from this sense of fear? How can I give my money in such a way that I get to live in community where there is no then where nobody's in poverty, where we have all that we need. And that gets exciting. And I think you can apply that to kind of any topic, right? How can you have kingdom imagination, not just have the rules? So one of the things I think a passage like this calls us to is to kind of grow that, grow that kingdom imagination, that Jesus imagination. What would it look like, not just to follow the rules, but to be like Jesus, I'll wrap it up here. So shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Paul says, basically, you can, but why would you? You died to the old thing. You belong to the new thing. Live as such. Count yourselves as dead to sin, but alive to God and Christ Jesus. Now go out and live as such.